Welcome to Dal's War Room, episode 14. Flying solo here this morning. We got no Eric Burdett. The boy's out working. So just uh, wanted to go over a couple things myself here this morning to uh, discuss that has been going on lately. Put a little post out on Facebook here a while ago and got a little bit of attention just talking about circles and something that's been uh, kind of dear to my heart and the post that I put out was, and it was just somebody asked me a little while ago and said, uh, talking about circles. And, you know, when you're talking about a circle, I'm not talking about like just kind of a group of friends that you hang out with. I mean, we have, I think, I think friends and, and people you trust kind of come in different levels of, of people, right? We have acquaintances that we kind of know. You got friends that are maybe a little, you're a little bit closer with that you kind of hang out with a little bit, maybe have a few drinks with, but when you're thinking, thinking about a circle and you're thinking about people that you really truly trust and hang out with, I'm talking about people, when I'm talking about a circle, I'm talking about people that you trust to your core, people that you trust with every inch of your being, people that you know, know your deepest, darkest secrets about you and still like you, uh, your best friends, people who literally know everything about you, uh, people that you trust with your deepest, darkest secrets. People that you know that when you walk out of a room that these people have your back. You can you trust with everything in you that uh, that they're not talking shit about you. And when you look to that level and you ask yourself, how many people do we have in our lives that we trust on that level, on that scope? And when you really look at that, it, it is kind of sad. And so people ask me, you know, how you know how big is is your circle? And, you know, it's not that big. <laughs> Some people might say, well, maybe that's because you're an asshole. <laughs> and, and, and it's not really because, you know, you ask the question back and, you, and, and if we really all can be honest with ourselves and look in the mirror, how big is your circle? And it's not necessarily that your circle's small because of you necessarily. It's, it's more often that your circle's small because of other people. And we all have to ask ourselves and we're all kind of in this, in this together and, and really, we have to all start doing a better job to, to really be better people. Because this is the thing that it comes down to. And you guys can find this, this post uh, on Dell's War Room on Facebook. But it basically kind of just boils down to, to this, is, is circles are round. And if you picture a circle, if you, take a, if, you, if you just take your fingers and you make a circle, you know, take your, your thumb and your, and your middle finger, whatever finger, and you, and you make a circle. If you pull that apart, it doesn't become a circle anymore if it, it's like a letter C, right? So for, for a circle to maintain circularness, <laughs> it needs to stay whole. So circles need to be whole, otherwise they're not a circle. A circle cannot be broken and still be a circle. So that kind of gives you the idea of the strength that the bond that people need to have to be in a, in a circle. So when you think about your circle of friends, your close people that you trust beyond any measure, how many people do you have in that circle that will not break that? And that's really when, it, when you break down to it. And so ask yourself how many people you have, but also ask yourself, how many circles are you in? And that's really what you got to start looking in the mirror. And that's where you really start to start having that conversation with yourself. How many people include you in their circle? And that's where well, the shit really kind of hits the fan. So when I look at it, and, and if I'm going to include somebody in my circle, they must, again, maintain that unity. 
and they must maintain the strength of that circle. And the crazy part about it is, is say you had two people in your circle and there's three of you maintaining the, the wholeness of that circle. If you bring somebody else into that circle, you got to think that the other two people are also kind of, re- kind of relying on you and, and on this person. Now, this new person that comes into the circle to maintain that as well. Because if there's now four people in a circle and one of these people starts shit talking, that circle now breaks. So the trust, you know, to keep that circle whole relies on everybody in that circle together. And that's the thing that we have to really truly understand is it is about solely on trust to keep that thing whole. We rely on each other to keep it together. And that is trust beyond measure. So trust and, you know, and it goes back. I mean, you think about, I remember sitting down with hearing stories from your grandparents and talking about trust and loyalty. I mean, for years, I mean, going back to the beginning of time, there was untrustworthy people, but, you know, doesn't it just seem that trust and loyalty are things that are farther and farther away nowadays than they ever have been before. It seems like that's just getting farther and farther apart and farther, farther away than it ever has before. It doesn't seem like we can find those, those bonds and those friendships as much as we used to now, as we used to back in the day. And, and even our parents, you know, used to have friends that, I mean, handshake used to mean something and there used to be more trust and loyalty uh, than ever now. I mean, you know, marriages used to mean something. Unities, I mean, there used to be just friendships used to last longer. And, and now, you know, and I think society nowadays has created that. I mean, social media is just, it's been socially acceptable. I mean, when you see in Hollywood and all these different things, it's like people get married for the party, get divorced and get remarried to have another party. So I think culture has definitely played a major part in this. But if you take all that bullshit aside, because again, that's all stuff that, you know, if you see it on TV, it's like, oh, I'm going to do what they do. I mean, that's, that's bullshit. And that's an excuse to, to let yourself off the hook. But when you look at what it boils down to, is it all comes down to what kind of a human being do you want to be? And what kind of person do you want to be? And if we're all going to work together in this, and we're all going to try to be a better person, and that's really what it boils down to. And, and that's what I want to challenge everybody to do is to really look inside yourself and say, look, I want to get in my, I want to get my ass into some more circles. And, you know, and, and that's really what it needs to look at. So when you look at the, the, the four things that I look at, at that hold the integrity of a circle uh, or, or, you know, that hold it together is integrity, honor, respect, and loyalty. Integrity is doing the right thing when nobody's watching. Now, what does that mean? Right? What is it doing the right thing when nobody's watching? Well, it's digging inside yourself, right? And, and doing the right thing and when, when nobody's watching is basically just always being that good person. And, and not doing it because you want to get recognition for it or credit for it. It's just doing the right thing because it's the right thing to do. Okay. And honor is fighting for somebody when they'll never know you're fighting for them. That's having, you know, that is basically like sticking up for somebody and, and respect is kind of the same thing. They all kind of fall into that same category, but it's like when, when someone's not in the room and, and someone's shit talking someone and you stand up for that person or you have that person's back and when they don't even know it. And then not marching right over to them and say, guess what I did? I stuck up for you. And, and it's just, just having that person's back no matter what. And talking to that person and, and you know, if you hear someone, you know, bashing your friend, I mean, they, when someone bashes you, it pisses you off, right? You get upset. If you hear someone shit talking you, you want to st- stand up for yourself and fight and fight back. And it's, it's almost having that same thing if they fight, if they stand, if somebody says something about somebody in your circle, you want to have that same thing. If you find yourself sitting around a table and, and everybody's kind of shit talking to somebody 
and you're involved in that, I mean, we got to give our heads a shake. Is this, is this what we want to do? Is this who we want to be? Is this, is this the kind of like, like, is this the kind of life we want to live? Like, is this truly what we want to be doing? You know, gossiping about somebody talking behind someone's back. How would you feel if, if, if you were the person, if there's, I mean, if you're sitting in a room of four people and you're all shit talking to somebody, imagine if there's four people in a room shit talking all this stuff about you and you're not there to defend yourself. And imagine if nobody, if someone's shit talking you and nobody's there to defend you. Right. And these are the things we have to look at. So fighting for somebody when they'll never know it. So again, not saying, oh yeah, guess what? I walked into a room and four people were talking about you and I stood up for you because then it's almost like you're, you're, you're looking for that recognition. It's almost like you're doing it for your own ego. You're doing it, you know, for doing it. But when you really stick up for somebody and you don't need the recognition for doing it, you're just doing it because you're truly fighting for that person, not for that person's recognition, but just because you think it's wrong that people were, were, were talking bad about one of your friends and you leave it at that, you stand up for that person and leave it at that and go about your day, then, then that's honor. And respect standing up for someone when they aren't around is kind of that, you know, falls into kind of that same thing is shutting all that kind of crap down. Loyalty is having somebody's back regardless of what they say or do. Now, this one's really tough. Okay. Now I'll give you a couple examples of, of loyalty is, is you can be pissed off at somebody or not agree with somebody, but still be loyal to them. And I'll give you an example. I was a damn good manager. I'll use Rainbow as an example. When, when I was a manager for Jaylene in her office, and even before we were together, and, and in all honesty, every manager, if you, if you could go back to anybody who's ever worked with me, and I'll take probably the only example of this, I'll take the union um, example out of this, because that was an environment that was created to be different. And unions and companies create these environments themselves, and it's, it's a purposely split environment. But take the union environment out of it. Every job I've ever had, I was always a loyal employee because I've always believed that when you have a, if, if I'm getting paid to do a task, I'm going to do that task to the best of my ability. Nothing pisses me off more than a, than a lazy ass employee who expect, if you're getting, if you get hired on at a job and I don't give a shit how much they're paying you. Okay. If you're getting minimum wage and you're overworked, and that happens. There's jobs where you're overworked and underpaid. I believe there is. There's also lots of jobs where you're way underworked and way overpaid. But here's the thing. You took the job. Nobody forced you to take the job. So if someone's offering you minimum wage and the workload is, is higher than what you feel you deserve to get paid, don't take the job. But guess what? The second you accept the wage, you better damn well do the job. Don't accept a wage and then bitch about the job. Don't accept a wage, do half the work and bitch about it. See, that's not the way the world works. That's not reaping and sowing. You're not, you're not going to ever be blessed in your life. Okay, so if you're going to accept a wage, you damn well do the job that comes with it because there's nothing pisses me off more than somebody who takes a job, does half the work, and then expects all the pay. So if you're getting paid, if it's 20 bucks an hour and you're going to do the job is X, A, B, and C. So $20 an hour, A, B, and C, and you're going to do A and B, but not C, and then still expect $20 an hour, you're an asshole. And you're not going to be blessed with more in your life. Now, again, if you don't want to do A, B, and C, fine, then take $15 an hour, not 20. And if you don't like that environment, guess what? Go find another job.
But when you accept the money, accept the work, they go hand in hand together. So I've always believed that. So for me, if I'm going to accept the pay, I'm going to do the job to the best of my damn abilities. And I'm going to go above and beyond in every job that I have. And I'm going to excel at it because I believed in every job I ever had that one day this is going to pay off. Guess what? It did. So I believe that that's why I was able to, to excel in every job I ever had and was benefited with the life that I have today. So take that for whatever you want, but it works. So loyalty is having someone's back regardless of what they say or do. Some examples of that is every, aside from the union environment, you will never find an employee, a coworker of mine, who's ever heard me bash a boss of mine. So every job I ever had, I ended up in management. I always ended up training or ended up managing the place. And then the same kind of thing, when I took a job to manage someone's business, I accepted a position of being that person's right hand. And when you're a manager, you are the right hand of the, of the owner. I, I'm a replication of the manager. I'm getting paid to be a duplication of some sort of the manager. Okay, now I'm gonna accept the wage, I'm gonna accept the responsibility. I am not going to accept the wage, expense, accept the responsibility, and then bitch about the manager or about, about the owner. If you are a manager, and you need to ask yourself, if you are a manager of a company and you have ever one time complained to an employee about the owner, you're a shitty manager and you should not be managing. You need to reevaluate the job that you're doing because you were getting paid a, for, for, and you have a responsibility to be loyal. That's loyalty. And if you're, and if you're going to accept it, do it. If you don't want to do it, don't accept it. But don't accept your payday, your paycheck. Don't expect your paycheck on the first of the month or whatever thing on time. We always expect our paychecks on time, but we're going to complain about the work. So if you're going to accept the paycheck and expect and accept the responsibility, accept the job and do it properly or don't accept it. Okay. So loyalty, for example, is even if I didn't agree with my boss, even if I didn't I, I might, my boss might have told me something to do and I completely thought it was a stupid idea. Now, I would have maybe shared my opinions with the boss behind closed doors. I would have sometimes even maybe argued my point with the boss behind closed doors, but never to the employees or to the rest of the staff. I would go out there and pitch that idea and, and Jaylene would be an example. We would, she would have an idea maybe for a bonus. And I would say, Jay, I don't know. I think that bonus is stupid. And she'd say, well, we would have the conversation. There'd be times I'd argue with her. And sometimes I would actually go too far maybe and, and argue with her. And there was even times where she'd say, you know what, Dallas, I don't care. Shut up. I'm a distributor. You're the manager. Get out there and pitch that damn bonus. And you know what I would do? And I would be like, there's a stupid blah, 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 blah. But you know what I do? I'd walk out that door and I would pitch that bonus like I came up with it myself. Even if deep down inside, I thought it was stupid. I would go through and I would pitch it like it was my idea. Why? Because that's what my role was. That's what I was paid to do. That's what my job was. And that's what I accepted to do. That's loyalty. Even when you don't agree, even when you don't maybe think it's the right, you know, the right way to go, it doesn't matter. That's loyalty. So when you bring that into, and guess what? Most of the time she was right. I was wrong. I went back and said, okay, yeah, that was a good bonus. The same thing just happened today. Jillian had a great idea. I thought it was going to be a stupid idea. It turned out to be a great idea. I had to swallow my pride and say, you, you were right. I was wrong. Okay. That's loyalty. No one's ever going to, I didn't go up to other employees and say, oh, I can't believe she's doing that. That's a stupid idea. 
Okay. So maybe you jokingly, you know, kind of say a few things, but at the end of the day, guys, if you break that into some, into a friendship thing, even if you disagree with your friends, okay, you and your friend might get into, into an argument, but now what do you do? Do you call your other friends and say, can you believe what that asshole did to me? And you start shit talking your friend. That's not loyalty. Loyalty is having your friends back every single day, every minute of the day and standing up for that friend, no matter what. So even if you and that friend get into a fight, you're not calling all the other friends to demean that person, to bitch about that person, can, to say, can you believe what that asshole did today? Can you believe what that person said to me? That is not loyalty. Loyalty is having that person's back, even when you're mad at them, even when they said something mean to you, even when they're pissed off, you have that conversation with them. You might need to go vent, you might need to go do whatever thing, get away, have a conversation, but don't go trashing that person to all your other friends. That is not loyalty. So the things that you need to hold your circle together are integrity, honor, respect, and loyalty. Those are difficult things to have. But if you want to have that circle, you have to have that. And if you want to be in a circle, you need to maintain those things. So those are the things you got to ask yourself. Do you have that in you to be able to do it? Because if you get upset, I mean, and if you're going to always going to fight with people. We're always going to have differences of opinions. We're always going to have a bad day and take it out on somebody. We're going to have to always go and, and apologize. These are things we're always going to have to do, you guys. If you think you're going to make it through life, never having to apologize, come off of it. We're always going to have to go and do these things. Okay, so why is the circle so small? Because who the hell are you going to find that are going to live up to these things? Okay, it's so easy because guess what? Positivity and, and negativity are two very different things. It's for whatever reason, people like to bitch about people more than like to praise people. I mean, when you sit around in a group, how many times do you see people sitting around a group going like, oh, can you, and they want the drama. Can you believe that, you know, Bob and Mary, they did this and that, well, yeah, they're blah, 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 blah. We want to talk all their shit. How many times do we sit in a group and talk about how wonderful one of our friends are? Like, do you ever see people or have you ever done this? Have you ever, I mean, somebody, somebody excels at something. How often, have you ever had an hour long conversation about how amazing one of your friends are? Like, I mean, have you ever, have you ever done this? But like, you know, I can't believe, you know, can you believe that John got a raise at work today? Like that guy works so hard. John is absolutely amazing. I cannot, I, I would love to be like John. I don't know how John gets so many raises at work. John, and you know, he's the best. I mean, and do you just go on for 20 minutes and a half an hour, an hour all day long, just about how damn amazing John is. And I wish we wanted to be like, John and everybody should be more like John and John's so awesome and John's the best at this and he's the hardest worker and he's in this now we might and I'm talking about when John's not in the room I'm not talking about some fake baloney blowing smoke up John's ass when he's in the room in the room or up Mary's ass when she's in the room and we're like oh yeah Mary you're such a great mom and as soon as she walks out to go to the washroom we're like she's not really a good mom you know what I mean I think you're a way better mom until that person leaves the room and it's like I don't think she's a good mom either like what kind of people are we being Okay. But again, it's weird to have, I mean, we sit and think about how many conversations you've been in in your life talking negative about somebody, but how many conversations you've been in your life talking positive about somebody. Isn't that weird? Like, isn't it strange? Because we're naturally drawn to negativity for, for whatever reason. It's more fun to be in the drama, which is really strange. So these are why these circles are so small. We don't trust because it's so easy to, to untrust people, you know, nowadays. So this is the thing that I've learned in time, right? Is, is people can talk shit about me and I I don't really care. I mean, in all honesty, it it doesn't bug me. You know, people, people want to say something negative about me, go say something negative about me. I, I don't, I'm not wasting any sand on it. It doesn't matter to me at all. 
you know, and, and, and it doesn't bug me. And it, you know, it, it's their thing. It's their stuff. And because and, I've learned this a long time ago, when, and we all know this, guys. When, when, you, when you are, are you know, put negative thoughts into things, it affects you. Okay? Here's something you have to understand. There's nobody in the history of the world has ever died from a snake bite. Nobody. Because a snake bite can't kill you. You can't die from a snake bite. It's not the, it's not the little you know, half-inch teeth that kill you. It's the venom. It's the venom in the teeth, in the snake. The venom that runs through your veins is what actually kills you. The bite itself can't kill you. How many of those little teeth pokes would you need to get to actually kill a human being? See, the teeth of the snake don't kill you. It's the venom that flows through your veins that eventually kills you. So it's the same thing. It's not the initial strike. So somebody says something bad about you, poke. Who cares? Now, if I'm going to let that venom flow through my veins, then that's what's going to destroy me over time. But if I just take that poke, laugh, turn around, turn the other cheek and walk away and don't even give that any sand, I'm fine. But if I allow that to fester and I allow it to manifest and I allow it to piss me off and I allow it to grow and I just keep building on that and building on that and building on that, right? Then what's that going to do to me? So when, when someone, especially when someone I don't even know or don't even really, you know, I mean, does it, isn't it really affecting my life, going to get, say something mean about me, it rolls right off, man. Water off a duck's back and see you later. I don't care. I've just learned to not care. And, and we have to do more of that. It doesn't matter. So we have to learn to kind of do that and, and people have to go and, 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 and do the things. But this is the thing that we have to understand is if somebody says something negative to me and somebody wants to come at me and, and whatever else, I mean, and, and the more you get into things, guys, and this is the thing, jealousy consumes so many people. And we get this, and the more successful you get in life, and, and we see this, right? The more successful you get in life, somebody's going to get pissed off at you. They're going to they're gonna get jealous. They're going to get mad at you. I mean, we have 300 people in our organization, and the average person can manage five people in their life. And we have 300 people, and guess what? There's people who sit back, and they look at me and Jaylene's life, and they don't do anything. They don't come into the office. They don't work. They don't do anything, and they sit back, and they, and they sit there every day. And they put a little X on the calendar, and they go, they didn't contact me today. They don't love me. And, and, and we're supposed to call 300 people every single day with all the lives we have. We have our own families, our own kids, our own lives. We're running eight offices, eight organizations. We have distributors and managers and shit everywhere. And, and then somebody who just, you know, hasn't, you know, come into the office, hasn't done a demo in months and whatever, is sitting there on a little calendar crossing off the date since it's been since we called them about their kids, who sits at home all day doing nothing watching TV, eating popcorn, and they expect that, I mean, the phone works both ways. They have all the time in the world. They're not doing anything. We're running a massive organization and they're sitting there getting bitter that we're supposed to be calling them every day. Well, sorry, we're managing 300 people. You're managing one person. Like, you know, you can give us a call too, but people just get jealous and bitter and they create these, all these excuses. And I'm going to talk about that in a minute, but you know, it's like, it's like when somebody blows up and, and, and has this big lie and, and, you know, the other day I had somebody who just, I mean, again, barely know, just put this great big, like garbage out there. And I mean, I don't even know this person. I mean, it just came out of jealousy and whatever. And it's like, okay. And I mean, again, to me, I just turned around and walked away. So this is the thing. And then 
it turned out that it was negativity from somebody else and it started to manifest, right? So this little circle of negativity started to form just outside of our organization. And, And that's the crazy thing about circles is it can be, your circle can be positive, but your circle can also be negative and you can form this little negative circle. But here's the thing, this little negative circle started to form of people who, who were just a little butthurt and they you know, weren't getting enough hugs or whatever it was. And they start creating this little jealousy negative circle. And two or three people stuck to this little circle. And, and this is the thing that happens. And then all of a sudden they started putting out, we started going back to kindergarten. We put these little Facebook posts and start gonna, we're gonna put these little like, because again, we have all kinds of time in our day apparently. And we're gonna put out little Facebook posts about what a successful business should be like. So somebody who can't afford to pay their bills is going to put out a post about what a successful business is supposed to look like. So thanks for the teachings. <laughs> that's we'll, we'll take that to into consideration. But that that's what's going to come out. But it's like, but then the, the interesting thing is like when when this negativity starts coming towards you, then all of a sudden it's like you see people kind of start liking that stuff and trying to support that stuff. And this is where the thing, you know, really kind of gets into, into the circle because now you look at it and it comes this way. If somebody's coming after you, and, and again, this isn't something that happened, but I want to paint, paint this picture. If somebody all of a sudden attacked you and started coming after you, you know, and, and attacking your character and attacking whatever and say they said a bunch of mean shit to you, okay? And if all of a sudden some of your friends started you know, talking to that person still, liking that person, supporting that person, would you trust your friends? No, right? Because you want to stand up for yourself and you kind of want your friends to stand up for yourself too. So that's where the thing comes down to. It's like where the, you know, where all of a sudden your circle's like, wow, I don't, you know, geez, I mean, if this person just called me every name in the book and my friends are like going over there for coffee, (laughs) talking to this person, it's like, where's their loyalty to me? You know, now there's a difference. I'm not talking necessarily about just like maybe two, if you have two friends in a fight and picking a side, I'm not necessarily saying that. I'm saying if there's somebody who's like really out of line, really out to lunch, who's really being an asshole, who's attacking, and your close, truly friends who who should have your back are, you know, are, are still just kind of, you know, keeping the peace and staying in the middle there, it really kind of raises your guard up. And this is what happens with us sometimes where it's like somebody might quit the business and just say a whole pile of just, you know, stupid shit. And it happens rarely, but you know, it's happened three or four times over the 10 years where someone will leave and say a bunch of dumb stuff, but then you see that people will still kind of, you know, stay in contact with that person or support that person. Or we've had people who've actually, you know, I mean, we've had people we've had to let go from the business, you know, even and fire them for different reasons and stuff. I mean, it's a business, this kind of stuff happens. And they've said a whole bunch of mean things, left the business. And, uh, and then all of a sudden it's like, you see people in your organization still reaching out to that person, contacting that person. And it's like, well, how are you supposed to build that trust in your organization when this kind of things are still going on? So these are things that we have to really consider in, in general is, is, you know, who do you want to associate with? So when these little negative circles start to form, that's where you really have to kind of look at yourself and say, okay, where do, where do I want to flock to? So what happened, you know, in our situation is we had a lady that used to work for us and, and, and it was actually funny because there's two, two people in our organization that never used to like each other. They, they're actually, they were actually even trying to sabotage each other at one time. And they were kind of just, you know, egos and against each other. And they were both kind of out of the business. And it was funny because when they were both out of the business, 
they came together and all of a sudden they were like besties when they were out of the business. And it's just because like negative people will find each other. Like they just flock together and they just stick together like magnets. And it's so funny that when they were in the business together, they were like almost like trying to compete with each other for like attention. And the second they were kind of both out, they just flocked together to try to like bash. You know what I'm saying? And it's funny because like there's a, there's a little circle of negativity with these little, you know, Facebook posts about advice and little things and, and all this little stuff. And there's three or four. And it's funny because like they're just so when you look at, you know, here's this organization of people, uh, of you know, the strong foundation that we build on. And it's over here. And then there's this little tiny circle of negativity. And then people have to really decide, hey, what do I want to flock to? Where, where, where do I want to put my time here? Do I want to put my time towards the negative little circle of three or four people that are just jealous and bitter? Or do I want to put my time into the, the, the place that's successful, that's positive, that's growing, that's full of influence, that's full of teaching and learning and positivity and success? And, and where do I want to put my time? And that's what people really have to, to look at is, is where do I want to kind of park my car here? You know, which way do I want to go? What do I want to put my time into? And, and, but it's interesting that all the people, like you kind of find where you naturally go to and all these negative people just kind of like magnet. So we just kind of all stick together. And a few years ago in one of our area locations, we even had a, a group of people that started to, again, it was the same kind of thing. They started to get a little bit jealous. They started to get a little bit bitter and they would, they actually, there was a couple girls who actually formed a little like non-successful club. They literally called themselves the, the like, don't do 16 demos a month. Like they literally called themselves like, like, uh, like we're not going to be successful group. Like they named themselves the like the the not doing sixteen demos a month club because we kind of put a thing that if you really truly want to be successful you got to do X amount of demos a month and they called themselves purposely the 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 not going to do sixteen demos a month club and it's like like what in the hell kind of shit goes through your head like you're going to name yourself the I don't want to be successful club and you know and it's funny because like like just the the four most negative people in an organization just clink 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 clink. Like right together, like chain locks together. Well, guess what? They're not in the business anymore. And and it's funny because the, the beautiful part about this is, is these people find each other. They just clink together like little magnets and then they leave. And it's, just, and it's funny because they just naturally find each other and they naturally weed themselves out. And it actually makes life really easy because they just kind of weed themselves out naturally. And, and it kind of cleans things up in the organization a lot, which is really good. So you really got to kind of just ask yourself, I mean, you know, because here's the thing that happens. These people are gone and we're still here. The organization's still here. It becomes stronger and grows more and just gets bigger and bigger and bigger. So at the end of the day, is these people have lost their opportunity like they've lost the opportunities before, like their lives are going to stay the same they're, or, or going to be worse. Like they're not growing as people. They're not growing as individuals. They're not learning the lessons. They're going to stay in the same spots they've always stayed in. And, 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 and that's sad. So if you're that kind of negative person is like, do you want to continue to go down these, these roads still, or do you want to start making a change and say, holy shit, I don't want to be that person anymore. I need to get myself out of that. If you're the kind of person that kind of isn't maybe that negative person, but is like kind of gets tied into that shit, you got to ask yourself, do I want to be associated with that anymore? Do I want to get drugged down with this ship? Right? Because these type of people, they'll call everybody and they start 
complaining. Oh, did you know this? Did you know this? Like, do you want to be the toilet? We talked a couple episodes about, about, about episode 13 got probably some of the most attention out of any of the war rooms, which was shocking for me, you know, but it was about this kind of stuff. And that's why I'm following it up with, with this, because it was just, it was so, it was so many, you know, get so much feedback on how good that was because it's, again, is like, you know, so many people are like, man, I'm the toilet. I don't want to be the toilet. So if you're the toilet, it's like, do you want to keep kind of flocking towards that type of stuff? Or do you want to say, okay, whoa, enough's enough. I'm going to put myself on the positive path. I'm going to keep myself going in the right direction. I want to keep myself in the right areas doing the right things. So you really got to decide what you want for your life, what you want out of your life. Do you want to keep going down the same path I've been going? Do you keep, do I want to keep going down the same, you know, areas or do I want to go into a better direction? Do I want to get the help I need? Do I want to think, and you know, we got a couple episodes coming up here with, with Sean Jones and we talked about, you know, the self-development, the amount of self-development that we've gone through and, and the amount of self-development you need. And, and what I don't think people really understand is almost every successful person has at least one, a lot of cases two, and sometimes a team of life coaches, counselors, like, like mentors. Like, I mean, like you can't really succeed without having a lot of counseling, a lot of mentorship, a lot of, of, of courses, a lot of self, like you have to self-develop yourself to succeed in life. You have to. If some people think that they're just going to be successful all on your own, it isn't going to happen. Like Jaylene and myself have spent tens of thousands of dollars on self-development to get ourselves where we are. Every successful person we've talked to, everything we, everybody we've talked to, they all have successful people they have talked to who, you know, counselors, coaches, mentors, like, like the self-development courses and stuff that we go to. Rex Air has a team of people that they put out in the field with all over the place with their, with their, with their distributors to help them grow, to help them learn success. Like, like you are not going to succeed succeed until you put yourself through a series of, of, of self-development. You got to fix yourself because you've gone through X amount of years of shitty programming and you got to fix yourself to get better. So you got to look at things and, and like these things in these circles and, and realize what kind of a person you want to be. Are you going to flock towards this negative crap because that's what you've always done? Or are you going to flock into the right direction? You're going to decide, you know what? I'm not going to go down this path again. I'm not going to do this again. I'm going to go in a better direction. I'm going to be a better person. I'm going to put myself and my family on the path that we deserve to be on. I'm going to put myself into a better direction. I'm going to put myself into a better path and I'm going to go the right way for once. I'm going to start doing things better. Right? I'm going to let the negative people find themselves and I'm going to stay out of it this time because birds of a feather flock together. We know that. But you better have a look at your flock because sometimes your flock is covered in shit. And it's so true because these negative people just get together and just blah, 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 blah. And who wants that in your day? Like, I am so glad I don't have that crap in my day. I just, man, I wake up, I do me, I live my life and I am happy. You know, I'm not going to spend my day bitching and whining and complaining about people and going through this drama and this crap. It just doesn't matter, right? It doesn't matter. So that's the thing you have to kind of look at. So you got to really ask yourself is, is what kind of a person do you want to be? What kind of a person have you been? What kind of a friend do you want to be? Like you got to be the friend 
that you would love to have? You know, you, you, and, and that's what we got to start really looking for is we probably got to maybe do some apologizing. I did a series of coaching years ago with our team talking about how when coming to terms with, with, with friendship and trust and, and rebuilding things and just doing a little session where you basically just, we did it with each other in our group, basically just saying, and, and whether you have or not, or, or you remember if you have or not, but basically just building a trusting circle saying, look, I've said some stuff about you in the past. Sorry for that. Um, it's not going to happen again. You can trust me that going forward, I'm going to have your back. And, you know, just kind of, it, it's just about like owning that, Hey, maybe I haven't been the best person for you and going forward, I want to be a better person. And I promise you from this day forward, even if I maybe haven't had your back in the past, but going forward, I'm going to, and I'm going to be a better friend to you. I'm going to be a better person to you. And, and I would like the same back and let, you know, let's just make a pact that going forward, I'm always going to have your back. You have my back and let's be better for each other going forward. And, and let's, let, let, let's make a circle. And maybe it just starts with yourself. The, the unfortunate part is most of us can't hold our hands together and make a circle because we can't trust ourselves. But once we can do that, let's get one person and make a circle and let's get two and, let, and let's work together to, to, to make this better. But we got to figure out which way we're going. Okay, but we, we all have to understand it starts inside. We can't expect people to be better for us if we're not willing to be better for other people right? It's reaping and sowing. You can't expect, you can't sit there and shit talk people and expect that no one's going to shit talk you because you get what you put in. So if you're sitting there going, you know, you're going to sit around the table and, and shit talk Mary, and then you're not going to expect, you're going to be shocked when you find out that people are sitting around the table shit talking you. It's not how it works. It's the same thing, like I said, with a job, if you're sitting, you know, but these are all aspects of your life, guys, you got to start doing better all the way around in your life. You got to start, you know, reaping and sowing. You got to start understanding that there, when you start doing good things and you start doing things right, you will be rewarded. When you start planting good seed, you will be reaping good crops. And that's little things just again about, about being grateful for every paycheck you receive at work, right? When, when, when you start you don't even understand it because it, it's not necessarily in the same way. There could be somebody because these, these things are never connected together. Okay. So it might, it might be things where, you know what, maybe at, maybe your problems at home are tied into something that happens at work. Like if, so if you're going to work and you're ripping off your employer every day because you're complaining about what you're getting paid and you're complaining about the money and you're, you're, you're whining and complaining and you're not doing the work and you're, you're not, you know, doing what living up to your end of the bargain and you're complaining about the wage you're getting and you're overworked and stuff like that. Even maybe just doing better at work, maybe sowing the proper seed there, maybe your reap your reward could be something like maybe a better relationship at home. And, and there's sometimes just, you know, like it's not necessarily they're all tied together. Maybe doing a better job at work isn't necessarily going to get you a raise at work, but maybe doing a better job at work will your, your bet, your reward for that might be something at home or maybe being a, you know, spending more time with the kids or doing something better at home could mean getting a raise at work. But just all you got to know is if you start doing, being a better person all the way across, all the way across the board, you start doing living life better, doing things better, start working harder, start doing things properly, 
you're going to get rewarded. These things are going to start happening. These blessings are going to start coming into your life and things are going to start doing better. But if we're complaining about people, we're shit talking people all the time. We're complaining about our work. We're complaining about this. We're, we're, we're breathing death into our lives. We're talking all the time about how we're broke. All this negative shit talking guys is not bringing anything into our lives. It's not doing anything for us. And, and you have to understand is the circles that we're building are going to be positive. They're going to be negative. Okay. But that's going to be up to you and, and where, and where you want to go with it and what you want to do with it. So my challenge to you guys, to all of us, and every day I try to be a better person every day. I try to learn. I'm no different. I don't come on here and pretend that I'm any better than anybody else on here. I, every day I have to wake up and I try to be a better version of myself as well. Every day I jump on here and I want to do better and I want to be a better person. And every day I screw up and, and I try to do better. And, and so my challenge to myself and my challenge to all of you guys is, is let's try to be better for ourselves. Let's try to be a better friend. Let's try to be more loyal to, to the people around us. And let's try to build some solid circles, some solid friendships, and let's try to do better. Let's try to, to sow better seeds in every aspect of our lives. And let's see if it starts to get better. Because honestly, guys, the, the negativity and the things that we have into our lives, let's challenge ourselves to stop shit talking, stop the drama, stop the backstabbing. And let's challenge ourselves to shut that shit down and live a better life. Because when we can do that, we will be happier. We will be blessed with better things. And, and we will live a better life stress-free and, and life gets beautiful when you can start letting that stuff roll off your back, I promise you. So that's episode 14. Guys, go enjoy your sand and let's do better.